The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, this conversation has been brought to you by the Commission on Restitution of Land Rights. The, co- the, the, the Commission, of course, plays an important role in the processing and restitution of land in South Africa. And in recent months, they've kicked off the campaign, Know the Status of Your Land Claim. It's called for members of communities who've lodged their land claims. This is before the cutoff date of December 1998 to visit the Commission's offices to check the status reports of their outstanding claims. Ms. Nomfundo Nkoko is the Chief Land Claims Commissioner at the Commission on Restitution of Land Rights. She's on the line this morning. Ms. Nkoko, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning. Morning, Kathy. Um, thank you very much for the opportunity. You can call me Nomfundo. Nomfundo, what we have seen over the years and we really just have to track it over decades right but mm. we're, we're literally sitting with over two decades worth of waiting um, mm. for status updates waiting to hear about what exactly is the progress of um, the land claims that members of the South African community have have made before um, the commission why is it that the process has stalled and in some instances at a complete standstill? Um, thank you very much, Kathy, for the question. I think it's an important one. Um, in terms of the claims that were lodged uh, by the cutoff date of December 1998, we've settled over 90% of those claims and we're sitting with about um, uh, 6,000 plus. Uh, that we still have to deal with, and uh, a thousand plus of those uh, we have partially uh, dealt with, but uh, we have some outstanding portions that we need to deal with, uh, because as you are aware, um, land that was uh, owned by one community then can now have more than five different landowners, and we have to negotiate with all of those, so we will then do partial settlement as we move along. But otherwise, um, uh, we have dealt with a lot of the claims that are the old, or what we refer to as the old order claims. Uh, we must acknowledge that um, our processes are quite tedious and uh, very involved. Um, I think that very often when you think about restitution, uh, it sounds like it's a simple thing where you just go and identify the land, uh, acquire it, and give it to the beneficiaries. But it is a process that is standardized that requires that firstly once a claim has been lodged and received if it's a community claim you have to investigate first whether the history that has been stated is correct and also be able to identify the extent of the hectares that were involved and you can imagine as i've already indicated times and the pegs and how land was surveyed over time changes and then you have to gazette that land claim so that any interested party can then put up their hand to say, I want to contest that this is a valid claim. That could be a landowner. It could be another community individual who will also say, no, that claim is our claim and not belonging to this specific community. And so you have to then try and resolve all of those issues. And then you might, in the process of settling that claim, and find that the landowner then disputes the validity and refers that matter to court. And once the matter is in court, you have to then wait for the court process to unfold. 
um, and that can take years on its own. Then after that, you have to then deal with, if the claim is valid and no contestation, you have to take the original dispossessed individuals or the, their um, uh, descendants and negotiate on what options they choose. The conflict, some opt for financial compensation, some opt for land restoration, or the land in question is not restorable. Maybe now there's a, a dam on it, or, or, but the community still wants the land. And so it becomes this complex uh, negotiation and mediation up to where you get to a point where you are able to then finally say that the claim is settled. And then when you're about to transfer the land, then there's a fight about whether the land should be held in a trust or a CPA. So it, it's a continuous process of engaging the communities so that we ultimately are able to say that the land has been, um, the settlement has been achieved. So it's a complex matter, but um, we continue to refine our processes, which is why even now, with the Know Your Status campaign, it is about us reaching out to all our beneficiaries to say, if you're still waiting for your land claim, uh, we would like to continue to give us give the status report. We're aware that in some communities, the communities who are, have the information might not get it to all of the community members. And then you also have challenges with communities that have had land settled, but have challenges and they don't necessarily know where to go. So we want to be able to address all of those issues. One of the issues, um, Nomfundo, that, that, that I think becomes apparent is that if we're still at a point where the backlog of mm. the claims process is still relating to sort of the first window that was opened yeah. in 1998, then yeah. it means that you haven't begun the process of actually looking into new claims. Is that the case? Uh, it is actually correct, Kathy. We differentiate the, the claims, the 1998 claims we call the old order claims, and the 19, the 2014 claims we call new order. In 2014, um, the president signed a restitution amendment act allowing um, a further window of five years for communities or individuals who did not have a, have a chance to lodge in the old order to lodge claims. Uh, but unfortunately, in 2016, that process was interdicted by the Constitutional Court. But by that time, uh, about 162,000 new claims were lodged. Um, and so those claims have been passed until we complete the old order claims. Um, the court said either you, you finish all of the old order claims or uh, Parliament introduces new legislation to guide in terms of how these would be dealt with. Um, which is why we're saying that uh, we still have the 10 plus percent of claims that we need to resolve before we can then uh, deal with the new order claims or alternatively approach the court, uh, the land claims court in this instance, for determination. We've got some provinces, for example, like the Free State, um, Northern Cape, uh, that are about to finish on the old order claims. So we'll have to ask the court the question, do we wait until all of the claims are settled in all of the provinces or are we allowed to um, start dealing with those new order claims in the provinces where we have completed uh, claims? So how many claims are you currently sitting within when you take into account the outstanding backlog of the 6,500 from the mm. old order claims and the new claims? So as I said, we're sitting with 6,500 
this is a combination of uh, claims that have not been settled and some a thousand, about a thousand five hundred that have been partially settled. And those are the claims that we're sitting with. And some of the claims uh, are quite complex claims. Um, and the, the provinces that have the highest number of claims that are outstanding and mostly in rural areas is KZN, Limbopo, Bumalanga. And um, to an extent, uh, although we've got fewer outstanding claims in Northwest province, we have uh, claims that are large, vast tracts of land in one claim. So those are the type of claims that we're dealing with. But the good thing in the backlog that we're talking about, we've been able to actually identify exactly in each province which district has the highest number of outstanding claims, uh, whether those claims are urban or rural claims, what type of claim it is, and what it is that we would need in order for us to be able to deal with those claims. We have also highlighted that in order for us to be able to fast-track, we've got a backlog reduction strategy to fast-track the settlement of these uh, old order outstanding claims. We would need a national treasury to assist us, uh, capacitate us, give us uh, money for hum additional human resource and additional funding for us to then acquire the land. Because as you are aware, uh, restitution in this instance has to be, um, we have to pay just an equitable compensation to the landowners, but also to the claimants who opt for financial compensation. Do you find that there is actual commitment um, to helping resolve the issue of, 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 of land claims? And the reason I say this is because when we look at the budget that has been allocated towards um, some of these processes, that hasn't necessarily increased over the years. Yes, it's been quite it's been quite stagnant and yes. and yet you're dealing with this backlog, you're highlighting the fact that um it's costing even more to acquire that land in let's say twenty twenty three to what it would have yes. several years ago. Yes. Um I think that what we have done on our side is uh, costed uh, these outstanding old order claims and we are interfacing with National Treasury to to say to them, um uh, in order for us to be um, quicker in processes, processing these claims, this is what we would need. So we're still waiting then for a response, and um, we're hopeful that at least we'll be able to be assisted um, for National Treasury uh, in the context to meet us halfway, possibly. Uh, and we are looking at um, you know, um, holistic approaches in terms of how we deal with the settlements, uh, taking into account also the current well, what's what's what what's the current value that of that you've attached to how much you would need uh, as of 2021 the current value for the old order claims that are outstanding was going to be 68 billion yeah 68 billion it's it's quite a big chunk of our our fiscus and what is the response that you've gotten so far we're still waiting um remember that for each since year, 2021 we're still waiting for a, a treasurer to give an undertaking, but it's not that they are not continuing to allocate the budget. Uh, from our perspective, we're continuing to settle the claims uh, with the budget that's allocated. Um, we're allocated currently 3.5, about 3.5 billion uh, a year. And uh, in terms of how we deal with it, we um, spend that budget every year. And we then wait for the next allocation the next year.
when you look at just some of the more expensive matters that that, that you you're dealing with here what would you say is the most costly claim that that you're dealing with currently Oof. um that would be very difficult to say necessarily because mm. uh because remember the type of claims that we deal with are across the board. It could be claims on mining land, it could be claims on conservation land, it could be on sugar cane, developed land. So it's a spectrum and it depends on the extent of so, the so, so, so the reason why I phrased that question in that way, Numfundo, is that I'm trying to understand with this limited limited budget that you're dealing with, if you are dealing with a 3.5 billion every single year, but yeah. what you actually need to settle these claims is 68 billion, how then do you go about allocating those funds? Are you then settling the funds that are within the the claims rather that are within that budget, or do you break down the amounts to also deal with some of the claims that would require more? But then being aware of the fact that it will take a number of years before you are actually able to settle it. So are there people that are effectively going to be waiting longer than others simply because of the cost of their claims? Um, not necessarily. So uh, in, in government, you've got the annual uh, um, uh, performance plans that you have to put in place and you have to put up a, um, a, a register of projects that you anticipate are going to be finalized that year. And uh, we look at the, those based on how far in the in the uh, standard operating process they are. So they can be a combination of a large claim that is going to cost us uh, 50 million or even 100 uh, to a family claim where we're paying uh, 400,000 or a million. So it, it depends uh, drastically. For example, in uh, the Western Cape, a lot of our claims are small registered right claims or tenancy claims. Uh, and so then the pattern in the Western Cape would be then that it's going to be those folks, small family uh, claims that are going to be moving. Whereas, as I said, in KZN, you've got uh, rural uh, claims. And so those are the claims that are going to be moving. Um, but it depends on what was planned and what is in the pipeline uh, and how far in the business process that claim is. So we actually uh, identify claims to be dealt with. And it's a combination of both. Just looking at that explanation as well, Numfundo, it sounds to me that it's going to be another 20 years before you're able to settle these claims or, or get anywhere close to it, given the current budgeting cycle and just how much you need to settle the claims on record. I think we've said that, Kathy, but we are um, saying that uh, in order for us to fast track, we obviously would have to have adjustment and a budget adjusted upwards. Um, but if we don't get that adjustment, um, we then will have to settle at the current pace, uh, which is definitely not going to be what any of our citizens would want, nor do we want that situation. We're in conversation with Ms. Numfundo Ntlogo. She's the Chief Land Claims Commissioner at the Commission on the Restitution of Land Rights. I'll be taking your calls for her in a moment. As soon as we come out of the 11, uh, out of the 10.30 news headlines, I'm going to open the phone lines. The number to dial 086-000-2032. That's 086-000-2032. 
on the WhatsApp voice note line 0614-104-107. I'll repeat that number again, 0614-104-107. So we're taking your questions. Um, if you have been one of those that have lodged claims for particular land, you have questions for um, Ms. Ntloko will be taking those questions shortly. What has been your experience? Because part of what um, they're trying to aim through this campaign is to get the claimants to know the status of their land claims by going into their offices and checking what the progress update is on those land claims. What has been the response that you have received if you've been one of those that has had to do that, I'd love to hear from you. I'm taking your calls as soon as we're done with the latest headlines. It's 10.30, time for your news. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Taking a look at your markets this morning, the rand is currently trading at 19 rand 30 to the dollar, 23 rand 34 to the pound and 20 rand 24 to the euro. Markets in Asia ended lower, the JC mainly weaker in mid-morning trade. Markets in Europe are down this hour. Gold is trading at $1,822, platinum $868 per ounce. The price of Brent crude oil is at $90.30 a barrel. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. We continue the conversation on the talking point. We're focusing on the issue of land claims. Our and, and we're in conversation with Nomfundon Tloko, who is the Chief Land Claims Commissioner at the Commission on Restitution of Land Rights. So I've got a question here for, for you. It's from Ronnie um, Nomfundo. Ronnie says, hi, Kathy. Please ask your guest. I'm having challenges from the legal aid appointed by her department. I'm waiting for them to approve the cost of the land survey. The judge from the land claim has given a scathing response about the appointed law firm. Your guest knows this matter. We've been waiting 30 years for the claim to be concluded. She needs to review the performance of land claims department in KZN. Uh, Kathy, unfortunately, I'm not going to know the, the claim if, um, if the name of the project has not been given to me. But um, what we do is that um, uh, communities that uh, have matters that have been referred to the land claims court who cannot afford to represent themselves uh, legally, as in financially, uh, get uh, legal aid um, representation. And so I think that Ronnie is making reference to that uh, as an issue. So the legal aid board, then um, legal aid South Africa appoints an attorney to represent those communities in court. Uh, but if there's a specific issue, um, I'm sure that um, maybe Ron can uh, send me an email and then I will see what the issue is on, on that. Yeah, Ron is saying that he's having challenges with the legal aid that has been appointed. But uh, I understand. So I'm saying that in that specific case, I would have to understand what the issue is in order for me to then speak to the legal aid because legal aid, remember, is independent and it is under the Department of Justice. And uh, we would then have to coordinate with them to identify uh, the issues. We oh. also have generally mm-hmm. uh, challenges on sometimes communities who get given um, a, a legal representative and maybe they've got a choice of their own in terms of legal representation. But there is a policy position that um, there's a roster of attorneys that should get allocated and 
you cannot decide uh, that this is the attorney I want because otherwise you run into a case of touting uh, and situations where only the same set of lawyers get appointed to do the work. How often do you review the performance of, of the departments provincially? Uh, we actually uh, uh, do it uh, quarterly. We have um, quarterly review uh, meetings where we look at the performance uh, of the uh, provinces uh, in terms of their targets, but also any issues that come. We've got inquiries that sometimes will come from the presidency in terms of their processes uh, from parliament, uh, directly from the attorneys uh, themselves, and we've got somebody in the national office who will follow up on those, um, and um, we continuously uh, look at the issues. And um, sometimes if there is an um, issue that requires our direct intervention from national, we actually do uh, so and we um, take over the responsibility to oversee for that period of time to ensure that that issue is sorted out. All right. But, but you're satisfied. You're satisfied with the fact that um, these officers are operating at maximum efficiency, that when they, they're, they're helping clients um, with their claims, they're actually responsive to some of the challenges they're experiencing along the way. I think, Kathleen, that's an issue that is about Patipile and it is a continuous improvement uh, that we have to undertake, which is why even in this instance with this uh, Know Your Status, we're not necessarily saying that the claimants must come to our offices only. We're actually going to the districts, to community centres, to halls, to the rural spaces, to actually sit under the trees and have discussions with the communities so that we get to understand uh, and also listen and update because sometimes um, there is a communication breakdown where uh, the assumption is that we are not doing anything with the claim whereas there is movement in the claim and it's just that the, it's, the communication is not getting uh, to the uh, right uh, beneficiaries on the ground. Selo, you're calling us from Limpopo. Good morning. Morning, Katie. How are you? I'm well, Selo. Go for it. I'm good. Katie, uh, quickly, two things here to, to the commissioner. The, 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 the communal property associations. I am one of the beneficiaries from a communal property association somewhere in Limpopo in Marble Hall, right? The, the, the community was given a land back in, in 2007. And then until today, Kathy, we don't have anything from the department with regard to the land that was given back to the community. I am in a position, I have a proof, Katie, that the land was given back to the community. And the land, as we speak, is currently working and it has been leased by the department. So, Silo, just to yes. backtrack, when you say you have not been given anything um by yes. the commission anything in in terms of what money documents what are you referencing here yes Katie. they there's been no documentation that the only documentation that was given to the community that's when the land was given back to the community there was a celebration whereby the community was given back a land then since from there the department have never reported back to the community we have been to the department of this land restitution in limpopo they the know the Mohumani CPA. The Mohumani CPA, Kathy. The land currently, as we speak, is a farming. It's for farming activities. There are farming activities. We are in a position of bank statement of the person who leaves the land. He is paying the money. 
to the department since 2007 until to date. The community knows nothing about any activities in that farm. So, so Silo, just to understand, yes. there, there was a celebration confirming that the land was being handed over to yes. Mohumani CPA, right? Yes. But the the actual official handing over of the land has not taken place. Yes. So the community is unable to access this land. This land is still it's it's producing but working yes. for somebody else. Yes. Okay. Exactly my point. Okay. That's what's okay. going on in that. Okay. Yes. And, and 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 so you've been trying to gain access to this land since 2007. You can't gain access to the land, and this is again due to the CPA policies and regulations that have been given to the community. They will never have access to that land due to the constitution that was drafted by the department of the CPAs. Even if you are a direct descendant of the originality process from that land, you will never have access to that land. That is due to the constitution that was drafted by the Department of the CPA. It does not give the beneficiaries any privileges or access to that land. And you go no, to that land, yeah, yeah. they will call the police, of course. And the no, police will respond yeah. due to the constitution. So then what was the point of, 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 of the celebration, Silo? What was... Casey, there's a lot. There's a lot that is going on with these CPAs, more especially in Limpopo. If you can ask the commissioner, there is this farm in ZB, in ZBDL, that was producing uh, oranges. It was on the the news for the past years. There is also this company that is called Triple P Farming. It's taking over all the CPAs that were, were given to those communities back in 2007. I also have a proof of that, that the triple P farming that is located in Genfes is taking over all the CPAs. So there's a reason behind why the department is not responding Mm. to those CPAs that were given back to those communities, especially in 2000. Let let me give Nomfundo an opportunity to respond. Nomfundo? Yes. Uh, Thank you so much, uh, Kathy. While I don't have the facts, of the specific um, CPA, um, I think that uh, there are quite a number of issues uh, that Silo has raised. Um, uh, very often, claimants will uh, receive their land, and some instances will opt to live out their land. And if it's um, a farming uh, um, land where, let's say, it's a commercial uh, farm, obviously, then the, the direct descendants won't necessarily have access in the context of the farm that is under operation by somebody else. But again, I'm assuming that that could be a possibility. I will look into it. And But there are also instances where it is the CPA themselves. Remember, CPA, which is a communal property association, is an independent entity. And the land that gets given to them, it's like a company that is holding the land. So they get to make the decision on what they want to do. But what happens mostly is that the com- committee of the CPA then run the entities as if they are the only beneficiaries. And I mean committee mm-hmm. as in the few people that have been elected. And then that is the disjunction that happens where uh, the, the broader beneficiaries feel that they have been left out of the process because the, the, the committee is making decisions on their behalf without consulting. And then there is a lack of governance by the CPAs where 
they are supposed to go to elections after five years, appoint new committee members, go yearly to the community to give them a report in an HM and get a new mandate. So those are the things that uh, um, Selo is referring to when he talks about um, CPAs uh, and the constitution. So you're going to find that the community is not getting reports back and you've got stories of committee members who are getting direct benefit and are not Mm. releasing those benefits to the actual beneficiaries. But the challenge that we have, Kete, is that as a commission, our role, uh, because land claim is lodged against the state, but specifically against the Minister of Agriculture, Rural Development, Land Reform. And the commission's responsibility is to investigate and once the claim is valid, tell the minister that the claim is valid, and then the minister must implement and ensure that the communities get that land. We are not supposed to be responsible for post-settlement support, and the department has a unit that is responsible for the management of CPAs, and ensuring just like um, a Department of um, Social Development has the uh, NPOs and manages those, so the department manages uh, the CPAs and they are required to be compliant with governance. And if there's monies that are due to the communities or the beneficiaries, they are supposed to ensure that those monies get to those beneficiaries. The DG has often had to place some CPAs under administration because of the failure of the committee uh, to account for resources that they either have accrued because of the land that they've been given or uh, money that have been given by the state. So, so then, Nomfundo, what do you advise communities um, such as the one that Silo represents yeah. to do? Because you're sitting really w- with a, a high number of registered um, CPAs in the country. So this problem is not unique mm-hmm. to just Silo. No, it's not. Which is why in, even in our campaign now, we don't necessarily go to the communities on our own. It's a collaborative approach, and we are able to direct the the communities or individuals to the correct uh, person in the department to assist them. And in instances where we can unlock the situation, we do uh, ourselves. And if litigation is needed, uh, as I said, Legal Aid South Africa has been uh, given the mandate to assist those communities to approach court on specific issues because there is a lot of conflict um, amongst the beneficiaries themselves on once the asset has been given to the communities. All right. So, so yes. d- d- does that help you at all? Yes. Just, just a quick one on Commissioner here. When a commissioner's role, they hand over uh, those 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 investigations to the to the DG, and then the DG implement. I'm afraid that's where the problem is, Kathy. DG or whoever, that means he or she does not implement whatever that the commissioner has investigated. If they can come to Limpopo, there are a lot of CPAs or those land claims that they've been hanging after their investigations, after they've handed over the report to the commissioner. There are a lot of them. And the problem about it is that those those lands, they, they continue, they, they are working. And uh, what to who are they reporting to yeah, or the yeah. community of the committee of the CPAs? We don't know. All right. Those land claims are hanging somewhere there. So if the mm. commissioner can go back and check those land claims that she thinks they finalized them, they've not yet been finalized. Okay.
Mountain Limpopo. Thanks, thanks for that call. Okay. Yes, Nomfundo, go for it. I've got um, so many other callers on the line, but you can continue. Um, the email uh, is teledi, T-H-E-L-E-D-I, teledi, dot makeke, as in M-A-K-E-K-E, at um, D-A-L-R-R-E dot gov dot z-A. Please repeat that. Teledi at dot teledi dot makeke. Okay. At D A L R R T, that's Department of Agricultural Land Affairs and Rural Development and Land Reform. I mean, Dalrad, D A L R R T dot Okay. And if the, uh, the, the, uh, they can just give me the name of the claim, uh, please, and uh, also leave their contact details so that you're able, and for us to know which province um, the, the inquiry is from. All right, all right. Thanks for that. So it's teledi, T-H-E-L-E-D-I dot makeke, M-A-K-E-K-E, at D-A-L-R-R-D dot gov dot z a that's um i hope, the, the, I hope that's d for 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 dead yes so 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 okay. that's the email address um that that you can use to follow up on some of these questions anonymous you're out in soweto good morning good morning Kathy, and good morning to non fundo i explained my father's property in alexander you know those were taken by the apartheid you know government before you know and then they said that we should claim afterwards. They said we should claim. And then I submitted my claims in December 1998. And I got, a, you know, letters, you know, notifying me that they received the claims from ET machine in well, then I think they went or, or is still in that office. I'm not sure. But today I've never been called to say that yet are your title deeds for the properties that you claim. Some people in Alexander say that they were called, you know, to come and get their title deeds, but I was never called. Instead, last year, I think in October, I received a letter, I mean, a, a telephone call from some house in, in, in Commissioner Street, you know. They said that one property was ceded to me by mistake, half a property, you know, two elves. The property was divided into four elves, and I was given two elves by mistake. So I must see those back to the city of Johannesburg. I refused to sign that uh, document, Kathy, and I have been waiting and waiting to hear, you know, from the land claims commissioner. I even went to Bailey Street in Pretoria to find out who owns these properties. I wasn't told who owns these properties. All right. Now, uh, anonymous, let's get Nomfundo to respond. Uh, thank, thank you very much. Um, Alexander is a um, slightly different situation because I think you remember there was an Alexander Renewal project um, that um, was supposed to coordinate a lot of things, including dealing with the restitution um, uh, properties. Uh, previous to that, some of the claimants in Alexander received um, their compensation, uh, and there was an agreement that in the development, uh, some of those claimants who had ownership uh, would receive houses in the renewal pro- project. Remember that in Alexander, you had various um, individuals with multiple type of rights, uh, it could be ownership, it could be uh, tenants, uh, it could be backyard dwellers, and it also uh, dealt with uh, people who stayed in informal settlements. So you have to take into consideration the rights of all of those ones. 
So in this instance, um, uh, there was an organization representing the Clement community called uh, SAPOA and ALPOA, who then interdicted the process uh, and um, uh, the commission and um, the municipality were not able to then move with some of those issues because they objected to how the claim was being settled. Uh, there has since been a um, provin- provincial approach to try and deal with everything that is Alexander, including issues of land claims. We are continuing to contact uh, claimants in Alexander to update them on what the issues are. And um, can I ask Anonymous to send that email so that at least I'm able to give her information around the errors that she's making reference to? Uh, I'm not sure because she says it's a municipality. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily be able to understand that part. But what we do uh, as a commission when there is um, there are multiple beneficiaries in one property, uh, sometimes we will give uh, the beneficiary only one uh, and then we pay financial compensation for the balance in having to acknowledge the rights that are there for other people in the same area. All right. So, so Anonymous, there's your answer then. Um, you, you must email them so that you're able to get a response. Um, Namfundo, for other people that are listening that maybe were also, uh, you know, beneficiaries of, of the process that, that was supposed to happen in Alex, ultimately, yes. do you know how far they, they were able to go with the redistribution? Um, the process is still ongoing, um, the broad process. Um, uh, I am aware that about a week or so there was another meeting with the province on, on Alexander in terms of how to deal, uh, they're dealing with the process overall. But from the commission side, we are, con- we are continuing with our process in identifying and dealing with those individual uh, uh, tenants that had registered rights. But we still have to consider uh, the litigation that we have against us uh, by um, uh, those uh, entities. All right. So, so as you heard, then anonymous. Unfortunately, no clear answers um, about where exactly that process is. So, you might be among many others that are waiting for feedback on this matter. We're going to take a quick break. I'm back with more of your calls after this. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. We continue the conversation with Nomfundo Ntloko, who is the Chief Land Commissioner, Land Claims Commissioner, that is, at the Commission on Restitution of Land Rights. Uh, Nomfundo, we're getting so many calls for you this hour. I'm going to ask if um, you're able to continue the conversation uh, slightly after 11 o'clock. We should be done with it latest by by 20 past 11, um, because we just have such a big response to um, from our listeners on, on this conversation. No, that's fine, Kathy. All right, um, all right. Thank, th- thank you so much for that. Uh, Linda Mabaso, you're out in Newcastle. Good morning. Greetings, Kathy and Namfundo. Greetings. Yes. Um, this Kathy, you know this issue of land, it's, uh, it's, it's touching a nerve here. Firstly, this Namfundo, when she says 90% of the claims have been resolved, I'm shocked because... And a case of my grandfather, J.T. Mabaso, in Newcastle, Alcox Brut. He had put a claim long time ago. He was one of the first people to put a claim. Till to date, he's 92 years old. Nothing has been resolved. And we, the only thing that we need is a title deed. 
it's, we've got a crisis because now the land has been invaded. And when we go to the police station to say we want these people to be removed from that land, the police tell us easily that it's not, we don't have a title deed. It pains my grandfather because when we even go to the place where the people are staying, that the, the land that they've invaded, where my great-grandfather, I'm the fifth generation, where my great-grandfather had built, it's, they locked the gate for my grandfather to go into to, to go to the graveyard where my great-grandfather are buried, you see? A few months back, we, we had a meeting with the president in Ladysmith. The very same issue we raised it, we ended up telling the president that, you know what, because this is a problem, we will end up, now we are not, we are not even negotiating. We are going to exhume our great-grandparents from that land, because now they are being buried with people that they don't even know, you see? So it, this thing, it is, it is very, very painful to us as a family to see my great, my grandfather mm. suffering like this. Sure. You see? Linda, uh, and, and what are the reasons you've been given for, for why you're not getting this title deed? They never, they keep on telling us that the commission is still busy with them, they're still busy with them, they're still, since 1994 they've been busy with the thing. You see? When was it? It's, uh, it's uh, two, three months back. They had him Bizo in Newcastle. They called him Bizo thinking that they'll bluff us with meals and everything, think, putting things, putting things, uh, uh, showering people with food. You see? We told them there that it's, we now are tired of sitting and negotiating because the land is ours. We are not negotiating here. You see? We don't negotiate. Now we are saying we are going to take over by force. Should anyone die, let them die. All because right, now Linda. This, because I'm sorry to say that, but unfortunately it's the anger that this department is, is putting us as a family. Let, let, me give, let me give Numfundo an opportunity to come in. Numfundo? Uh, thank you, Katie. Um I understand uh, Linda's uh, frustration. Um, it, it takes quite a long time to deal with claims um, and it's a situation that um, we are fully aware of. Um, see, the issue of the land invasion, it depends on who is the owner, the current owner of the land, because I think from the commission side, that's an issue that we also are often faced with. Um, where do we then continue to restore the land when it is invaded already? Because then the owners then, the new owners, will not be able to access that land that has already been invaded, or do we provide alternative redress? Remember that until we have acquired the land and transferred it, it still remains the, the current owner's land. So if Kathy owns a farm and there is a claim over that farm, Kathy continues to be the owner of that farm, even if the, the claim has been targeted. Because, because just because a claim is gazetted does not mean that the processes have been finalized. Because, as I said earlier, some landowners contest validity of the claim. So until we've overcome that hurdle and we've agreed and the minister has approved that claim and the, the title deed has been transferred and registered in the name of the new owner, that land still belongs to Kate. And so if there is an invasion on that land, the obligation is on Kathy to ensure that nothing happens on that land. But if by the time we acquire the land, there is an invasion, we cannot uh, uh, say that we can 
necessarily evict those people, nor can we give maybe the land to mm. the tenants. Yeah, it, it, it just becomes so complicated. Nomfundo, I'm going to ask you to pause it there. Linda, I'll also keep you on the line. We, we have to take the latest news update. We'll continue with this conversation. Some of our other callers that are holding, um, I'm hoping that you're all going to get an opportunity to speak to Nomfundo today. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Seven after 11 o'clock, welcome to the third and final hour of the show. Um, usually we'd be getting into our health feature, but we're going to delay that a bit. We'll get into it from about 20 past 11, just to give us time uh, to continue the conversation with Numfundon Klogo, who is the Chief Land Claims Commissioner at the Commission on Restitution of Land Rights. Before we went to news, we heard from Linda Mabaso in Newcastle, um, who property that his grandfather has claimed has now been invaded. They're still waiting for a title deed. Nomfundo, you were responding to the question of the complexity that you say you now face because um, land of that nature, you then have to ask whether it's still worthwhile to go ahead with um, the process or whether you need an alternative form of restitution. Yes, um, we whether we can still continue to... Um maybe even um, subdivide, uh, but again, depending on who the owner of the property is currently. Because if it's state land, then the responsibility is on that uh, government. It could be our government, it could be public works, it could be municipal land, um, to tell us what the intention was over the land and whether we can still have access. But then, as you understand, with uh, eviction, whether it's ESTA in the rural space or pie in the urban space, you still have to follow the legal processes to try and evict those people. So, um, and remember that this is uh, about government overall. So each of those um, roles will have to be dealt with by different uh, um, participants in the process. Uh, and um, yeah, yeah, Linda, Linda, it doesn't sound like it gets it gets easier um, given where things are right now. You can send me an email, and um, yes. I can. Um, look at it specifically. The other thing is it's difficult to give a full response when you don't have the full facts. Remember, if you're a national office, you are handling all nine provinces and you're not going to know every claim. But once the claim has been presented before me, I'm able to do an assessment and advise the province on what the best approach is and communicate directly then with the beneficiaries. All right. Linda? Yes, hi, Kathy. Yes. The thing is, with I hear you, Snowfondo. The thing is, with our land, it uh, the invaders. Firstly, the, those who occupied the land, it's the first, the first occupants. They were a farmer, a white farmer who was selling his farm, moved his people to our land. You see, so there's no title deed there. Uh, the title deed still called my great grandfather. You see, so it, then the chief of the community started selling portions of our land to people as well. And when we went to the mayor in Danhauser, he told us clearly, bluntly, that it's, you know what, those are our voters. So you are an individual family, so we won't entertain you because that's a community over a family. You see? Yeah. So now that is what the problem is because this thing has been prolonged by the government. Mm. 
a fit. All we right. find ourselves now to fight amongst ourselves, as Africans fighting our, amongst ourselves because of the government that has failed to give us the land long time ago. All right. Now, so, 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 Linda, the land is owned by the state then? No, it's not owned by the state. Mm. Yes, it's not owned by the state. No one is owning it. It's just that it's, now they are selling portions of the land. Okay, okay. It's, they are sold by right. the chiefs of the area. All right. All right, yes. Linda, thanks, thanks for calling in and raising that issue. So please Thank use you. that email, teledi.magege at dalrrd.gov.za. That's the email address to use to email the office of the Commission on Restitution of Land Claims, especially with these particular issues. We, we would also want to have a follow-up to see how uh, the process is going in addressing these concerns. Eddie, you're in the Eastern Cape. Good morning. Good morning, Kathy, and good morning to the Chief Land Commissioner, Nomfondo and Soko Kowodo. My issue, I hope you are well. My issue is at Matatiela Makaza community. The, I assisted them to get the be, be, to be evaluated by the Surveyor General. Now, it is in a position of quality assurance. And then the department was given a mandate by the community on the 23rd, 2021 to proceed with the claims. Till today, uh, these claims have not been finalized. And when we get, I'm actually in the Eastern Cape, and then when we get the information that we get is just that it takes time. They do not have a detailed information why uh, this uh, cannot be finished by the quality assurance. And then I've got the reference numbers with me. All right. Okay, Eddie, Nomfundo. Um, thank you very much, uh, Eddie. Um, I have a sense of um, when uh, Eddie says quality assurance, uh, what happens is that a lot of land in the Eastern Cape that is under claim is in the rural space and has not been surveyed. So before we are able to settle the claim, then land must then be surveyed so that we're able to transfer. We then register an entity that will receive the land on behalf of the claimants. But the internal processes are such that the Eastern Cape prepares what we call a 42D memo, which is a 42D, section 42D in terms of the Restitution Act that allows the minister, if there are no contests, to settle the claim administratively. That means it's not going to go to court. And before uh, the claim gets to the commissioner and to the minister, it goes through a committee called the Quality Control Committee that has to look at whether policy has been, um, um, uh, the standards are, have been met and whether the release of the funds, if it funds or land, is done correctly. And sometimes if there is a problem uh, that the QCC identifies, that matter can be sent back to the province for the province to go and attend to those issues um, if there are any. Uh, and then only then will it then have to go back to QCC and QCC meets, um, I think, um, twice a month. And so I'm just trying to paint a picture of internal processes that have to be undertaken in order for us to get to a point where the claim is finally settled. And then once PCC has approved, then the, the file has to go to 
the Chief Land Claims Commissioner who has to then sign off and if the amount is above 50 million, the matter must go to the minister for approval. And then once the minister is approved, if it's financial compensation, he has to come back to uh, accounting to then um, make sure that we're not double paying or paying the wrong people. They've got the correct accounts. Then those people get paid. If it's land, then it must go to as a state attorney or conventors who get appointed who must then transfer the land. Um, and the land must be transferred into an entity. If the communities are fighting about what type of entity, then we can't transfer the land. We have to hold back until the community decides. Yeah. If it's a financial compensation, if it's a community, they can uh, we, we pay into one account and then they decide. If it's a family, sometimes the families also, um, uh, uh, they will fight about it, or people don't have bank accounts. So we have to help and get them bank accounts uh, and, 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 and. All right. Thank okay, All right. Thank, thank you, Casey. I think I, I needed to be precise here. Mm. I, I, the whole process, we've gone through the process. Mm. As I indicated that, the frustration with the with the Eastern Cape, uh, the, the regional office, was that the surveyor and the, it was not valued. The surveyor, I mean, the the the, the, the valuer general. That has been done, and then now the frustration is that they get the only the information now after the community have been they've provided the banking details, all other things. And then it is said it's with the quality assurance. That's where it is stuck. I was even given in Makeke, as there was James Makeke, the, the, the what you call and, it, and, and Eddie, how, how, long, how long has it been sitting um, with the quality assurance? 2010-12 20, 20, to 2021, the land claims was mandated to proceed because there were few of those that could not, the beneficiaries yeah. could not be found. All right. And then it's almost now that year. This, this at the beginning of this year, it was it was reported that it's quite, it is with the quality assurance. But the other thing is the community is that whether we are allowed as beneficiary to get because we don't get the names of the people that are under quality assurance now. Mm. Mm. So, so that that, that is that that, that is a, right. it's, it's quite a long time. All right, it's almost at an advanced mm. stage. Oh, all right, Eddie, we're going to unfortunately have to leave it there. Nomfundo, uh, quick response then. If you can send, um, I will respond directly to Eddie and tell him where the process is and how far will, how much more time we will need for us to be able to finalize that. Okay, Rasta in Willowvale, you'll be our final but caller on this issue. Hello, Rasta. Hi, 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 <laughs> Who are you shouting yeah, at there in the background? I don't yeah, have time for the answer. Just go uh, for please, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Uh, 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 yeah, also, good morning to, 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 to Princess Nomfundo as well. Uh, oh, Nomfundo, yeah, I'm calling from Ukajane. Uh, uh, we, we, our claim has not seen the light of the day because the claim has been in existence for the past 30 years. But we were still younger, and when we grew up, we went away as the people that, that could register the, the claim. Then it was fought by our, our fathers, and they were jailed for that. As I say, that it has not seen the, the light of the day in terms of being registered, right? 
So we, we currently, we've taken it up. There's this family, uh, our, our, this land, it, we, we, we claim that as a, as a community. Like I'm one of the, 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 the main claimants because my forefathers my, 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 and other families, my forefathers, the name of my surname, I mean the father of my surname and others are there being buried in that land. If we must do the work of, of Umoya, we need to go and trespass. This is so-called Ipa, so if I'm, it was given to one family. So we, we, we I, are, you, are you listening, uh, Sister Novundo? Yes, Rasta, we're listening. Yes, then, then, then this family is a community against one family. This family was given this land uh, away back before, nine, before, before the, the, the dawn of the, the New Dispensation Mandela era. So the, 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 our, our fathers have been fighting and being jailed. They, they even went to, 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 to advocate and said, he, he, he once took them out of jail in Willoughby. So, so we took it up as the third generation of them. And then we tried to go to the civil and go to the family. But the family has been ignoring us. And we've tried, we, we did our research to find out whose, whose name is that land. I could only find the Quitter Rand Agreement. And we approached the, 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 the lawyer, the, the, the private lawyer, who paid, who, paid, who paid the lawyer money to do this for us. Because that family didn't want to come us. They ignore us. They, 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 they don't give a damn about us. And then, and then, and then they, 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 they're in the area as well. So we, 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 I'm just asking the if which way from what is the point of departure? All right. Because we've been, yeah. All right. Yeah, we, All right. What must we do? All right, Rasta. Nomfundo, very briefly for me, what must they yes. do? So in the context of this, it sounds like um, uh, family did not lodge a claim. So we only deal with claims that have been lodged in terms of the Restitution Act. However, he can be assisted um, through land reform. I think that it's important for him to actually approach the offices of land reform uh, so that the question of the Quintrend right uh, gets lifted because um, that is a real right in law that can be taken into consideration. So the minister has a discretion to provide land under a redistribution or tenure reform. So um, I think that it's not um, um, a situation that is completely out of uh, an opportunity for him. All right. He must um, um, approach the offices with the Quintan site. All right. Uh, yeah. Nomfundo, we're going to have to leave it there for this morning. Nomfundo Ntlogo is the Chief Land Claims Commissioner at the Commission on the Restitution of Land Rights. Remember, those of you that have not had the opportunity of speaking with her, you can please use the email address. I'm going to give it out one more time. That email address, teledi, T-H-E-L-E-D-I dot makeke, M-A-K-E-K-E, at D-A-L-R-R-D. So D-A-L-R-R-D dot gov dot Z-A. That's the email address to use. We'll put it up on our social media as well so that you're able to access it. That's where we leave it for that conversation. Coming up after the quick break, we get straight into our health and wellness feature.